White Famous is a new Showtime original comedy series about trying to make it in Hollywood starring SNL vet Jay Farrow as Floyd Mooney, a comedian whose career is about to blow up, but he's not sure he's ready for all that. Can he make it without losing his soul? White Famous is executively produced by Academy Award winner Jamie Foxx, not enough Jamie Foxx in this world, and the creator of Californication and former producer of one of my favorite shows, Everwood, Tom Kapinos. The show is based on Jamie Foxx's real-life experiences and also stars Michael Rappaport, Jacob Ming-Trent, and many more. You can also watch the hilarious series premiere right now for free on YouTube. Download the Showtime app now to start your free trial. Catch the new episode Sunday at 10 p.m. only on Showtime. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Let's, we're going to pick things up in mood this week a little bit. The uh, Harvey Weinstein situation, which has now become just a general sexual harassment and assault situation in entertainment. Um, and in the world and in, in general. And in the world, <laughs> correct, uh, is ongoing. And we're going to keep talking about it. But after two consecutive weeks of doing so, we're going to lean into some happier news. It's really just some lighter news. It doesn't even matter if it's happy or not. It's just way lighter. Yeah, this is a safe space. Yeah. This is, this is, a, this is a DTR-only podcast. Yeah. We're going to talk about some celebrity couples. We have really a lightning round. I have one, two, three, four, seven. Yes. Yes. Seven celebrity couple updates. Some happy, some sad. It's the circle of life yes. and love and relationships chronicled by the tabloids. It's great. Let's just get into it. Who's okay. first? Uh, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas. Engaged. Engaged. So this is a May-December romance that has turned to engagement. How is it May-December? What are the ages here? Um... I just meant, like, in terms of the calendar. Like, this oh. is not... <laughs> I thought you meant one of them was, like, 20 years older, and I didn't know about is it. Is that what a May-December romance yeah. is? Oh, yeah. I thought it was, like, a summer fling. It's basically a polite term for very creepy uh, relationships oh, okay. when old men are preying on younger women. Sorry, I said I was going to keep it light, and sometimes <laughs> life just kind of comes well, in. He is older. He's 27. She's 21. That's and fine. Sure. Well, do you buy into the theory that like 21 in Hollywood years is more like 30? No. I don't really either. Because even if like you have lived more life than the average 21-year-old, your emotional development isn't necessarily that much further along. If anything, I would say that a Hollywood 21 is younger emotionally than the average person's 21. You've certainly had career advancements and presumably like, dollars yeah and seen more or of the euros world. or sure. pa- in the case of sophie turner yeah so I, yes sorry she's british um pounds okay wow <laughs> and brexit and all let's I, be clear geez, it's really like we're trying to stay away from things yeah anyway yeah i i don't think in terms of relationship experience that mm-hmm. hollywood um makes you any more ready to get married true Agreed. At all. Agreed. Um, I think in that ways it makes you, you like you said, like even less. Like not only are you, is it, it's just like you have so much more changing to do. I'm certainly not the same as I was at 21. Thank you, God. Yes. Thank the <laughs> Lord. Same. Yeah. And you have certain priorities. I just also have questions about their time spent together. Like that's one of my main, one of my main cues because- they're both famous. They both have demanding schedules. She is now back on in uh, Northern Ireland filming her show, the final season. Do we know season. she's in Ireland? Uh, I don't know for sure, but um, as far as I know, Sansa is still in Winterfell. So that would be in Northern Ireland where they film that. Okay. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. So and and he's he's still lo and behold in his band DNCE. I just don't, I just don't know if this really has a lot of like. Viability. I just just want to throw that out there. How long have they been dating? Um, 
I think they've been together since about uh, May. This is April. just people got to chill. You know how I feel about yeah. this. And I think this is a theme that we're going to come back to throughout this podcast. You cannot get married after knowing someone for less than a year. He seems like he falls hard. He had that relationship with the European model. Uh, let me pull up her name. That just seemed like I, I'm not sure. He, I think he just he might be a girlfriend guy. He also is a middle child, and I just feel like middle children are likely to be girlfriend guys. Has anyone ever gotten married at 21 after six months? Of, I mean, yes, they have in real life sure. all the time. Have celebrities ever gotten married at 21 after knowing someone for probably four weeks? Are we guessing total? Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't it just doesn't really work out well. It's like kind of like getting married to the person you met on The Bachelor. Do we think there's any sort of secret religious stuff going on here? No, definitely not. Well, the Jonas Brothers were so for such a long time. Yeah, the but kings they, of the purity rings. They admitted to that being okay. a, a, a I'm, bit. I'm just floating it. I think okay. it's important to examine from all angles. Um, his girlfriend was named Blonda Eggenschweiler. Okay, and Gawker in 2013 had a story that was not confirmed. Yes. But it was, it was it's still up there. It's rumored that Joe Jonas and his girlfriend, Blonda Eggenschweiler, had a BDSM sex tape that was going to come out. Do you remember this story? I don't remember this story. Oh, well, you just weren't in the Jonas Brothers world, I guess. I have always have been. And so I remember this one right away. So that leads me to believe there's not some religious undertones here. However, the sex tape was never confirmed. It never came out. But it was a rumor. Okay. Yeah. It, you know... Sex tapes get people far. Look at Kim Kardashian. That's that's a lot for me to take in right now. <laughs> well, I just want that's from 2013, never confirmed, but it was a rumor that was really all over the celebrity internet. So that's that's how I view all Joe Jonas relationships. Okay. The lens through which I come to okay. it. Okay. Do you think they'll actually get married? No. It's a very large ring. So they seem to have con- committed a certain amount of money and time to this. She's, she seems fun. Did you watch her on Carpool Karaoke? I did. Yeah, that was delightful. Isn't it wild that she's younger than Maisie Williams, her TV sister? Yes, it is. Hard to believe. Anyway, wish them well. Don't think it's going to go well. But, you know, good luck, guys. Make it work. Let's predict how long. So you don't think they'll get married. How long till they call off the engagement? Um, I, it's, we're currently in October. Yes. I'm going to go with called off in um, June. Okay. Certainly before the next season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm going to go with November of next year because they won't see each other that much. It'll take some time to kind of peter out, and then she'll want to get it out of the way before she goes on the press tour for the next season of Game of Thrones. Here's the one thing that can convince me otherwise. Yes. If I get, like, weekly pictures of Joe Jonas in the uh, uh, Belfast airport. Like, that's what I would need to see to believe in this relationship. Okay. Are significant others even allowed on the Game of Thrones set? It's a great question. They don't even have scripts at this point. They can't allow, like, (laughs) random strangers to just come in and witness things. Yeah. What do you think about hitching hitching yourself to a Game of Thrones star going into the final season of Game of Thrones? She only has three to four more months of work for them. But do you think there's anything cynical about riding the wave of Thrones? Possibly, but... there's so many decisions that I don't understand and agree with here. And number one of them being proposing marriage to someone who you have known for less than a year. Right. In any circumstance, I think you shouldn't even move in together before a year. I'm, I've, I'm a 85 year old grandma apparently, I'm but with this you. is where I am on this. Let's make good choices in our relationships, even if we're famous. Okay. All right, moving on. More Thrones. Rose Leslie and Kit Harrington engaged. 
also engaged. I they they took the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch route though. Did it a lot more quietly than uh, Joe and and Sophie here. Who made... I mean, they put an announcement in the Times of London, like oh. it's like we're on Downton Abbey. As you know, she first of all was on Downton Abbey. Very true. And B, she uh, she's she's part of the the landed class of the UK. So I I support it. Are they landed at this point? Well, they they own some castles. They do want some castles. They are they are not the largest castles. No. And also they look quite dilapidated. Yeah, it's she's kind of the last generation in Downton Abbey of trying to yeah, she, save the estate before. Right. She's a she's a feudal lord from Scotland. Yeah. But, also, could I read this announcement? Please do. So in the style of the Times of London, Mr. Casey Harrington and Miss R. E. Leslie. And then that's the title. The engagement is announced between Kit, younger son of David and Deborah Harrington of Wor- Worcestershire. I think that's how you yeah, say it. Yeah, it is. And Rose, middle daughter of Sebastian and Candy Leslie of Aberdeenshire. So no titles. No which titles. Is yeah. Do they have titles? Um, I don't think officially. No. Okay. But they do own like a, like you can rent it out on Airbnb, right? Yes. I mean, they definitely have castles. Yeah. Okay. I. So this is not exactly quiet, is what I would say. It's just a different tactic than announcing it on Instagram. More traditional, I guess. I guess so. That's what I should be going for here. Would you ever do any sort of newspaper announcement? I guess so. I just want to say one one breaking update from Wikipedia. Yes. Her fa- This is quote. Her father, Sebastian Arbuthnot Leslie, is the Aberdeenshire chieftain of Clan Leslie. Okay. So they actually do. He's a chieftain. That's not really the same as being a lord or a viscount. Yeah, I got to be honest, I'm not really up to date on my <laughs> Scottish aristocracy and landed gentry, etc. Seems it's a whole different system. There. She's kind of like the American version of um, being from a, a, a Mayflower family, but like so much older and Scottish. She go like they go really way back in Scotland. They there go back are, to the French Huguenots. There are a lot of people in America who are Mayflower families at this point. It's a. I feel like. <laughs> The Scottish clan system is much smaller. It's true. It's even an even bigger deal. Okay. Um, would I ever do a, a Times wedding announcement? Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Times of London or New York Times? Both, if possible. <laughs> Did you know that for the New York Times to get an announcement, if you have your photo, you have to submit a photo where you and your spouse have your eyebrows, yeah, your yeah. eyebrows at the same level. They have sort of relaxed that rule in recent years. If my general perusal of the Times style section. It's a great rule, if you ask me. <laughs> like, yes, you want things to look semi-uniform okay. without having to assign photographers to it. Okay. I support it. How much information would you put in your Times wedding announcement? Because there's, like, the very bare-bones version, which they were married, parents. Sure. Then there's the... Like a vows column. Right. Well, and then there's the in-between. Sometimes it's, like, how they met, yeah. and there are one or two quotes. I'm not really sure how those are assigned and what you have to do to get that level of... I, I wouldn't want vows. There's nothing worse than a vows column. Like, no one has ever <laughs> no one has ever seemed likable from, yeah. from vows. Like, liter- literally mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. One correction. Lin-Manuel Miranda's wedding was in the vows section okay. with an incredible video where he and the bridal party surprised his bride with a performance from Fiddler on the Roof. I, I rewatch it monthly. It's been about five years now, perhaps longer. That seems right for them. Yeah. And that seems nice. So that was appropriate because he is like one of the most special humans in the world. Okay. Really good performance. Check check it out. And it has like some of the original cast of Hamilton because they've been friends for so long. Just great stuff. Anyway, they're the only people who ever seem good in a vows column. I think I would be very pleased with a, um, a, a lineage 
pedigree in, in two sentences on how, on how we met. But do you want to do that or you just wouldn't mind? I, I would actively seek it out. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, great. So. All right. Never in a million years would I do that. Just, <laughs> but we already knew that. Never, ever, ever. No, I, I'm, I, I think it's cool. I like to know people in the, in the section too. I feel good about myself when I do. I love reading it, but I don't read it with a spirit of generosity, mm-hmm. and so I would not want to be the target of other people's lack of generosity. Maybe that's a good summary for my life in general, but, <laughs> you know, not for me. Well, that's that, this, is a good, this is an important sort of foundation to which we proceed in this podcast, because we're only going to talk about more relationships. Exactly. So it's good. Anyway, Kit and Rose, this is a long time coming. They moved in together a few months ago. It's they good. have been together for four years, yeah. five years, something yeah. like that. It's important that Game of Thrones have a, a relationship that's come out, come out of it. You know that we always point back to the show because how else will we possibly remember it? Exactly. And I I like it when my favorite shows have a couple that's born out of it. And luckily she's off now, so there's no chance that like this could go really wrong in the next year. It's ruin not the show. too cutesy at this point. Yeah. Also, they how, really kind of yeah. The only you... the only thing is they had like the best like like sex in, uh, exchange in the history of the show. It's, well, be- it's better in the book, but... I was going to say, that's not really a, you know, huge designation given the history of sex in Game of Thrones, but That's anyway. a great point. And also, George R. R. Martin's really bad at writing sex scenes, but the only good one was um, when they have sex in the cave. So, maybe that brought them together. Can't wait for you to rank Game of Thrones sex scenes <laughs> before the final season. Can I just say one sure. more thing? Did you happen to read... There was some item, I, I can't remember the original source, I'm sorry, where Kit Harrington gave an interview and said that... Rose Leslie had forced him to go to a costume party as Jon Snow. No. Because they were they were shopping for costumes, he That's said, awesome. and the guy in the costume store did not recognize Kit Harrington as Kit Harrington and just kind of suggested that he should put on the Jon Snow That's costume. Like so you look funny. so much like Jon Snow, you should wear it. And then as Kit Harrington tells the story, Rose Leslie is kind of in the store whispering in his ear, you have to do it. I won't love you if you don't do it. And so then she made him wear the Jon Snow costume. That's incredible. incredible. That makes me love her. That's the sign of a good relationship. Absolutely. Only thing about him is that he just recently stopped living with a roommate, which I, I hardcore judge. Interesting. Yeah. Like, well, he stopped living with a roommate to live with her. Well, maybe it's just, he's never home. He's always flying true. all over the world. Like, okay. is he supposed to pay full-time rent on a solo place? Okay. That's very charitable. Just economical. That's sure. That's what I have to say. Great. Let's, okay. Let's move on. Congratulations to them. I think they'll stay married. Me too. And I love it. Great couple. Okay. Oh, wow. This is a huge one. Jenny Slade and Chris Evans Woo! spotted having dinner in Atlanta. And he's there for filming of Marvel movies, yes, right? so they are both in Atlanta uh, filming separate movies because all movies film in Atlanta at this point because of tax breaks. And they were spotted, quote, not making out or anything, quote, but looking pretty cheery. Via Laney Gossip. Via Laney Gossip. Well, via a Twitter person. And then Laney Gossip gave the most essential take on this situation, which I would love to read now. Please do. She theorizes that they could just be friends, they could be civil, etc. But she's also like, this looks a little weird. There's a part of me that wants to find Jenny Slate and say, girl, no, do not fall for his homecoming king dick again. Love it. Which is really true. So true. If she gets slurped back in... Man, man, man do I feel for Jenny. This isn't going to end well. It's not like it's going to work out. I mean, maybe it will. I, in general, don't think that you should sleep with your ex ever. It never works out. Never. And there are plenty of people who are in happy relationships now as a result of that. You can never really... As a result of a backslide. 
Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's we took some time, we had to do other things, and we found each other again. And sometimes it's a backslide because you find yourself in the same city as, and you know no one else. Sure. And there's no one on Tinder that you want to have sex with. Sure. And so there you are. I will say all of their breakup interviews were kind mm-hmm. and um, considerate of each other. Like, they were not trying to go after each other. Like, it seemed like they, they truly left things on good terms when it ended. So... It seemed as if they really enjoyed each other and were not long-term compatible. Yeah. And they did the responsible thing of calling it before it got really nasty. Right. And now they're back in Atlanta. The lack of closure and nastiness makes it... Makes it easy to backslide. Yeah. This is backsliding. That's exactly... You're correct. It's the right term and it's not. I wish them well. I hope that they... You know what? If people are having consensual sex in a safe rela- in a safe relationship, that's fine. I wish them well. I'm sure it's great. That's always been the underlying theme of all of this is that it's really great sex. And, like, God, everyone needs some of that in this world. I just hope that they are being – they're protecting their hearts as well as, you know, other parts of their bodies. I think her primary colors quote, calling him primary colors, yeah. is one of my favorite celebrity quotes of all time. Put it on my tombstone. Do you identify as primary colors? No. Or that's okay. No, but I identify as being um, attracted to primary colors. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly get that. A certain part of me is attracted to primary colors. Yeah. Of Other course. Parts not. Yeah. But yeah. Like, you would expect Jenny Slate to go with the olive green. And she's like, no, give, give me primary blue. <laughs> that's true. That's a great way of putting it. I wish them well. Me too. The Atlanta thing is fascinating. Go on. Like, are there spots that celebrities have kind of taken over in Atlanta? So I grew up in Atlanta, as you know. Both my parents still lived there. I am by no means an expert on Atlanta because I have not been there in – I have not lived there in, like, almost 20 years. I don't think that – my understanding is not that there are specific spots that celebrities have taken over, but that you can just kind of regularly see them. Like, Mm -hmm. Marissa Tomei walks into dinner or you see so-and-so at, like, the sushi place. There's a certain level. I think there probably is a network of restaurants sure. and places kind of based on where they're filming and where people are living. My other related cue, which yes. we could investigate for the future, you mentioned restaurants and places. Yes. Atlanta, famed for its strip club scene. Has that changed as a result of the uh, infusion of male celebrities? No, I think they're just They're still going the to Magic City on a Monday, to quote future. Yes. That's how I learned about that. Okay. <laughs> and from GQ from that article. Yeah, the Devin Friedman article. Yeah. Um, I assume that they're just partaking. Okay, cool. I, I hope that that means that um, the dancers of the strip clubs have more money. Yes, agree. Shout out to them. All right, next. Okay, so this is a sad one. Okay. This is a breakup. Okay. FK Twigs and Robert Pattinson mm. no longer engaged, no longer together. That is a bummer for so many reasons. Do you Do you like Robert Pattinson? I like both of them. I like both of them, too. I certainly like her music. I like both of them individually. I was never quite sold on them as a couple. I think, again, because they got engaged in, like, three months. And that's a huge warning sign for me. If you get engaged in under a year, I don't trust the foundation of this relationship. I'm also just confused at what they talk about. Yeah, maybe they both just kind of chill and hang out. Do you think he calls her twigs? I have no idea. With people who professionally go by nicknames, I'm like, what does your spouse call you? Like, Pink. Does her? I was wondering, does her husband call her Pink or Alicia? Probably Alicia. 
I prefer to go by Alicia. Okay. If well, I, we'll if note I were that her. for next time. <laughs> the Pink's number one super fan would prefer to go by Alicia. I really liked our Robert Pattinson ever since he gave Reese Witherspoon that MTV Movie Award and he messed up the, the motherfucker joke. Yes. And and she had to correct him. Because he was also was clearly drunk at the award ceremony and that's why he messed it up. Yes. And ever since then, I've really enjoyed him. He does give good interviews in general. Um, does he? Yeah. When he's like comfortable, like I think he had like a pretty epic Howard Stern. And when he's comfortable, he's just very loose, and I like that a lot. He's certainly loose. I like him a lot. He has always seemed at like a stoner personified, even when not stoned. Yeah. And I think he's just kind of floating through the world. Did you believe the rumors that he and Kristen Stewart were only together for publicity and it was an arranged relationship? I guess so now. I think so, too. However... Her apology to him. I honestly was just thinking about this. So she was caught making out with Matthew Vaughn? Rupert Sanders. Rupert Sanders. They're like the same in my head. Um, And after that, she issued an apology, being like, I'm so sorry to to Robert, who I hurt. And it seemed really heartfelt and genuine. And in general, she seems fairly genuine to me. So I have a hard time buying into her that it was rumored on like Gossip Blog that that was a fake relationship between her and for the purpose of Twilight. And it did kind of end around the end of Twilight, but on the other hand, that also was the end of them knowing they would have time together. And like we said with Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, these celebrities have, they crisscross the world, and it's hard to be with your spouse. So, or your partner. I'm just reflecting back on that scandal. Do you remember that? They, the pictures were on the cover of Us Weekly. What I would give for that simpler time of of Kristen Stewart making out with a married guy. Or he was, he's not, he was engaged actually, right? He wasn't married. Oh, I think he was married. Oh, okay. It was 2012, and I'm, those stories broke, and then they were suddenly on the cover of Us Weekly, and within three hours, she had given this weirdly heartfelt, I agree. It was uncharacteristic at that point, because she was still... She was still Bella. She was still Bella, and she, Chris and Dort was always cl- very clearly uncomfortable with the Twilight machine, which, mm-hmm. who can blame her? Totally. And the amount of fame and scrutiny that was projected on them, and... So she was not particularly forthcoming. She was super awkward. She was not as confident and outspoken as she is now. And so the apology just came out of nowhere. And I just remember vividly that it's, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I love him. I love him. The repetitiveness of it. Yeah. What a time. I know. It was such a, it was such a simpler time. I noticed that you were saying like you support people having consensual sex. Like Mm -hmm. it wasn't even necessary to uh, indicate consensual like a few (laughs) weeks ago. Like it, it does feel like when talking about, Robert Pattinson and Twigs, like the, like they them coming together and be like, oh, interesting couple was even noteworthy. Like now, it's just sort of like, does anyone care about them? It just feels, it does feel like the sort of the whole landscape of the celebrity world has shifted. Yeah. And for that to be like the biggest deal in the world, it just feels like a, a completely different world. A long gone era. Yeah. It, it's very, it is very weird. Also, her her um, public persona, Kristen Stewart, has changed so much as well. Yes, absolutely. First of all, she's been dating women. Yes. So cool. And uh, second of all, she doesn't she doesn't talk to the press anymore. Why should she? And when she does, it's a lot more comfortable. She was at the Women in Hollywood event on I'm, – I'm sorry, we weren't going to get dark, but we'll just say very briefly. She yeah. was one of <laughs> the uh, celebrities at the Elle event a few nights ago, and she was talking about how harassment in the, the industry filters down just beyond the actresses to all of the – the craftswomen and everyone who is working on the lower levels yeah. and doesn't really get the attention, which is just a fantastic point and very important. And 
not something that she would have. I'm sure she would have done it, but she was not as comfortable in that public. Yeah, space absolutely. So in some ways, I think you know the culture changing is great for the people in it, possibly. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, it is a very different time though. Yeah. Anyway, twigs and our pats. We're sorry about them. I wish them well. It seems not particularly fraught. No. Well, I'm sure it's very hard for them, but sure. it's not vicious. Yeah. So good luck, guys. Okay. We've got several more relationships on the docket, but first, I'd like to take a minute to tell you about Hotel Tonight. Hotel Tonight helps you find amazing hotel deals at the last minute. It sounds counterintuitive, but unlike flights, hotel rates usually get cheaper at the last minute. And Hotel Tonight helps hotels sell their unsold rooms, allowing them to pass those deals along to you. These are not last resort places. They're actually cool, top-rated hotels you want to stay in. And with so many awesome partner hotels in a ton of different countries, Hotel Tonight can help you find a great hotel almost anywhere. It's perfect for a spontaneous getaway or finally going on that trip that you've been wanting to take for a while. Even though the app's name is Hotel Tonight, you can actually book in advance. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps and a swipe. So get in on these killer last minute deals and download the Hotel Tonight app now. Alicia Vikander, Michael Fassbender. Secretly wed. In Ibiza. Amazing. I had to do the- I love the, it. They definitely Ibiza. say Ibiza, so we're doing Ibiza. Um, did you ever listen to that song in college? We're going to Ibiza. I thought you were going to do took a pill in Ibiza or whatever, and I was like, I really don't I like that to. one, too. Okay. I like well, Mike Posner. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, I love them. I just want to note so far, at least one member of every couple discussed is is uh, English, and that will continue, I think. This is a very, like, UK-heavy. Yeah, we've got one exception, but oh, yeah. my Anglophile, both of it, our it, Anglophiles, great. tendencies are showing. Yeah. So Fassbender and Vikander were seen at, at an airport loading luggage out of a car and heading inside to the terminal. Yeah. And they just looked like the 21st century of version of the couple they play in Light Between the Oceans. I understand why they fell in love with that movie. I think that, like, living in isolation and doing crazy things for your love is, like, what what they are all about and uh it's going to continue in real life can i just say i really hope that they're happier than the real life version of the couple in life between the oceans so that was a beautiful film and very tough and doesn't and i guess guess it ends with love the 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 one thing about the movie that is like happy is that that couple really loves each other that's true (laughs) they seem to love each other so i'm staring at these photographs that came to our attention from our colleague andrew gonadero and Michael Fassbender's shirt, I just I would like to buy this for myself. Please describe it. It you know, I would say it's a button down, a vaguely Hawaiian style, but it's really it's a printed white shirt with I, I From guess. from afar, it looks like it has a, a print of Toucan Sam on it. Like that was kind of the vibe I was getting. Yeah, I'm having trouble zooming, but the print it's predominantly white and then it has notes of green and a nice orange to it and that sounds really tacky when i'm saying it but it's really no. coming together it reminded me kind of of like male made well in a good way yes absolutely and there was there was a lot of there was just like some like i don't give a f in, the, in these pictures that's they, their general vibe i and i love it that's i yeah. i love that i mean he seems like a lot to deal with, and I know less about her, except that I think she looks different every time I see her. Although mm-hmm. she's kind of settled into a general appearance, maybe mm-hmm. I'm just more familiar. Mm-hmm. But like the first like ten times, I was like, "Who is that?" Right. I do really like the movie Ex Machina, which she's in. She's great. Yeah, he's a great actor. I'm really into them. Do you think they will last? They're like 
They're definitely my pick for most volatile couple in Hollywood right now. But they've been together for, I would say, three years at this point. Don't you think they have crazy, like, Vicky Christina Barcelona fights, though? Well, sure, but some relationships work that way. Sure. As long as yeah. it's not physical and everyone feels emotionally supported, it's fine. Sometimes you have a little heat. Sure. I, I, I like it. They have already lasted longer than I thought they would. So at this point, if they're willing to commit to each other, here's the thing. If you can get Michael Fassbender to marry anyone, like I guess he's in it for the long haul. That's astonishing to me. He had Bachelor vibes written all over him for many, many years. Here's my concern. Yeah. He's a method actor. Okay. Super method. Is he? I think so, yes. Okay. I believe I read that. And I just don't, I, I don't know. It's, it seems tough being married to a method actor. I don't know. They're working it out. Okay. You're so positive. I love it. What else do we have to hope for right now? You're right. Well, them in the airport looks really great. I don't know. I just, I like to think of them as just like being a wild, volatile, intense couple but still committed to each other yeah what a beautiful world yeah it's great okay next Next. this is the most puzzling one for me so i was looking i was preparing for jam session and i stumbled upon these photos apparently from last night no i'm sorry sunday evening scarlett johansson and bobby flay out on a date what was your first comment about her amanda well, uh, we can circulate these photographs, or you can find them yourselves, but she looks exactly like Barb from Stranger Things she right really now. She really does. And I have some questions about that styling. I think the main issue, in yeah. my opinion, it's mean to call it an issue, but it's my judgment call, my value judgment, is her hair. It's short. But it's, like, very 80s, like in Stranger Things. Well, sometimes she'll style it up. She kind of does the gel swoop thing, uh-huh. and she looks very aerodynamic and cool and she can pull that off because she's a beautiful woman i would certainly never get this haircut i should also note that i'm looking at these photographs and i think she definitely looks like barb but i was also like "Ooh, where do i buy these jeans so we should each you know sure those are some caveats the glasses are an interesting touch the glasses and the hair are kind of what bring the barb together yeah definitely also what's up with dating bobby flay He's had a lot of um, rumored girlfriends that are impressive for him. Yes. January Jones. Yes. She's the most famous one because um, she got into a car accident on the PCH, and it was alleged, and I think confirmed, that she called Bobby Flay to help help her out when that happened. That and was he, certainly in the tabloids. He was married at the time. No longer married. Um, I just think he's been rumored to a lot of like famous women. She was also dating Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live as recently as a month ago. They were photographed together. Maybe this is just a friend dinner date. Perhaps. Can you own a friend dinner date with Bobby Flay on a Sunday night? Just the two of you? What does Sunday night say to you? Intimate. Mm. Like kind of like wrapping things up. Let's just keep it chill. We're really comfortable together. Sunday night is sort of a sacred. sacred space for everyone. It's the time that you spend... With your loved ones or at home or, you know, they're very rarely people are making plans for a Sunday night. Sure. People love to do a Sunday barbecue, but that's in the afternoon sure. and you go home and you're preparing emotionally for the week. So to yeah. spend it with someone else to me indicates that you're preparing for the week with that person. I agree with you. Okay. Like by by most accounts, Sunday night is like a time for like Netflix and chill. Well, in or- that sense, Bobby Flay is definitely <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. But like not in like the uh, not in like the like luring someone over. 
not in a, in a, in a, in a consensual way, but, <laughs> but like in the, yeah, let's just stay home and like watch something. Yeah, I mean, Sunday Night TV is built around the premise of everyone just being at home watching eight hours of television and right. Really missing Sunday Night TV, like crock good pot food or whatever. Chili. Yeah. After football. Sure. Yeah. Beautiful American tale. Um, <laughs> I fear this that this is our only American couple. So. Yeah. I fear that we have lost Scarlett Johansson to the Woody Allen universe, and not that I have a problem necessarily with him. Again, let's keep it light. But this is just such a stylized look that I. I fear it's like she's been incepted with some kind of like false notion of like high art and style. This is a very quote on trend look. Uh huh. And again, love these jeans. If you have information on where I can purchase I do like them as well. jeans, let me know. And she's wearing a heeled Oxford shoe. Mm-hmm. This is like what a designer on Project Runway would wear. Yeah, it's a very trendy look. I think the hair and glasses are throwing us off because of yeah. their resemblance to Barb. Maybe something about her face shape. It's also it's the shape of the glasses. They go up really high. Like yeah. I too just recently purchased clear glasses. I think you look great in them by the way. Thank you. But but mine are like a very I think I like to think a contemporary shape. Hers are not. Hers are like grandma style. Yeah. Stuff. Scarlet, just say just say no to overstylization. Just be you. Comfortable. Maybe Bobby play. I'm just gonna put that out there. I'm skeptical. Just say no to say no to Bobby. Yeah. I have a dark secret, which is I used to really love the restaurant Mesa on Sixth on Fifth Avenue in New York. It's close. It was a Bobby play restaurant. And I really loved it. I never went. I heard about it. It was really good. I heard his steakhouse is good too. I don't love his Food Network show. Me neither. I don't know why he's a Food Network star. I actually don't really get it. He was first generation, kind of grandfathered in. I guess. Side note, I caught. I was catching. Some old Ina, the where she went to Napa. Do you remember those when she went to San Francisco? She like rented a I house. I rewatched these recently because they were on. Ina is the only thing that I regularly DVR and watch. Just FYI, Ina on vacation is incredible. Here's the best part of that series. Thank you so much for bringing this. Sure, up. it's a whole season of Ina and Jeffrey on vacation, and she explains the concept of the whole series and the vacation every single time. She says the rules are. That we both get to do whatever we want. Right. And so they just go on vacation and don't spend any time together until dinner, and they have a lovely dinner every night. That sounds great. They have a fantastic marriage. I'm really inspired by Jeffrey. it. Jeffrey. I'm making this for Jeffrey. I love how she says Jeffrey. Um, I agree with you. I think that's great. Everyone should be free, you know, do do what you want. It's, I don't know, it's, it's just such a classic show. I, I, for a long time, would do a lot of HGTV and Food Network in the background, and then I kind of stopped because I didn't like the programming. But I feel like it's coming back to the vibe that I like, and I so I'm back in, and it's just so soothing. Ina is my number one comfort experience. Mine's still HGTV. I was like, I, the thing is, my favorite show used to be Property Brothers, and they freaking ruined it, like ESPN style, making it too big, too overproduced, like just like too much. Like let's just bring it back to these two brothers in Toronto pretending they're not in Canada, like. I feel the same way about the Food Network, which is now predominantly competition shows, yeah. which stresses me out. There's always someone whose life is on the line, and they can't slice the whatever I know. fast enough. And that's not what I need. I need someone's house who is much nicer than mine will ever be, making hors d'oeuvres. Totally. My favorite type of food. I never liked Giada that much, because I never thought her, her um, recipes looked easy enough for mm-hmm. me. But now I love Giada, because it's like... It's just so basic. It's like that's like the the baseline of Food Network. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yeah, she really leans into the Italian pronunciation of words. I'm going to tell you about my favorite rumor. This is so strictly a rumor. It's never been Great. confirmed. Okay. It's completely alleged. I read it on like a random website. I'm not saying this actually happened. My favorite 
probably false thing I've ever read was that Drake and Giada had a fling. Have you heard that? No. Yeah. I thought that you were going to do Giada and Bobby Flay. Oh, yeah, that's again, 100% unconfirmed. I have no information. Rumored as well. Rumor that part of the disintegration of their respective marriages was over an affair together. Yes. Completely unconfirmed. Not saying it's true. Rumors on the internet. We brought it back to Bobby Flay. Yes, we did. Good job. Let's move on now. Now we're done with Bobby Flay. <laughs> this is from a couple weeks ago, but we kind of got derailed. We never got back to it. And it's extremely important. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry made a public appearance together. It's really happening. At the Invictus Games, which is his signature event. Yes. It's like an Olympics-style situation. Yes. Um, Barack Obama and Joe Biden also attended. It's in Canada. It's in Canada. So that's why she was there. Right, because she was she lives there. Yes. Uh, it's happening. It's real. It came on the heels of the Vanity Fair article. I assumed the Vanity Fair one came out first to set to set the tone for her to be able to attend. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be like their first like declaration of we're together. Um, and then some more rumors followed after the Invictus Games, and they were looking very chummy. I read on a random Canadian website might not be true. It was like picked up by like websites like Newsmax and such, and I didn't see it on like us or anywhere. But in Canada, the rumor is Meghan Markle has asked off of suits, and it's um, presumed it's because of her soon-to-be obligations as a member of the royal family. Juliet, how do you feel about this? I don't feel good about it. May I re- sure. say what you said to me earlier? This is, as Juliet said, Meghan Markle is foundational to suits. <laughs> she is. So this presents a problem for the suits community? Yeah, it's very upsetting. So the center of the show, ultimately the main character is Harvey. But Mike and Rachel. I literally, <laughs> you've said five words and I have no idea what's going on. Harvey is played by Too um, many Harveys this Ga- year, by Gabriel Mocked. He's the only good Harvey. I fuck, I, Amanda, you would love Harvey too. He's okay. one of the greatest fake men in the world. He is also... Totally primary colors. He is also, like, now the star of the show, but Mike and Rachel are, like, kind of the main couple. Yes. Is he a lawyer? Yeah. They're all lawyers. He's a real lawyer. Mike's a fake lawyer. What does fake lawyer mean? My <laughs> fake lawyer means he never took the bar or went to law school or LSATs or anything, and he just posed as a lawyer, and he has Mike, who is the fictional fiancé of um, Meghan Markle. He played by... Uh, Patrick Adams, who I see at Soul Cycle on occasion, he's pretty good. Um, he posed as a lawyer. This is the premise of the show: is, is Harvey was interviewing candidates for an associate job at um, his firm, and Mike ended up in the room by accident, but like was able to like pose as a lawyer because he has like an incredible photographic memory, and he used to get paid to take the LSAT for other people. Like he, like he was mm-hmm. like he was like a a kid up to no good and then harvey was like just pretend you went to harvard and then they had like this like fraud for a long time then it came to light mike went to jail he's out of jail now he's admitted into the bar he's legally practicing law it's like we've gotten to the mountaintop with mike his bride rachel can't leave the show is rachel also a lawyer yes rachel so rachel started as a paralegal then she went to law school she's still in law school she's gonna be a lawyer soon but she is so central i i i just want to say that i would advocate for a recast and not a die-off. Are Rachel, Mike, yes, and Harvey all working at the same law firm? Yes. But you can't be married at the same law firm. Well, my parents have a law firm together and they're married. Well, that's true, but they started it together. In fact, yeah. my parents had to, one had to leave the law firm in order <laughs> to get married. Th- that's true. Maybe some the places rules have changed. That was many decades ago. Yeah. I think when um, my parents have a HR issue, they just like don't talk to each other for a while <laughs> <laughs> and then move on. 
<laughs> okay, but anyway, there's a within the Suits universe, there's a world in which Meghan Markle and I'm sorry, what was her character's name? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel Zane. In order for Rachel to pursue pursue her legal dreams, she has to leave the firm and go do something else. I guess. So then she would just like never show up. Like she would just be like Mike's wife who we never meet. Or maybe or Mike again. goes with her. Maybe maybe Mike's story is done. No, Mike Patrick Adams it, is not leaving the show. I guarantee you he's not leaving the show. Well, I don't know what to tell you then. I, I this my one of my most controversial opinions is I prefer a recast to a die off. Okay. I would have preferred that Derek Shepard get recast on Grey's Anatomy than killed and have to suffer through all these ridiculous Meredith relationships like they don't, none of them will work out on the TV show and like I and I would I wish that Charlie had been recast on Girls because then Marnie might not have gone off the deep end so badly like let's let's take it back to the Bewitched days and just acknowledge that a character is a character in a very defined universe and they can be inhabited by many actors I prefer the die off and here's why okay because otherwise you're just prolonging a ridiculous relationship forever and ever, and it becomes there's closure to a die-off. Sure. And narratively speaking, I prefer that to the nonsense of 15 seasons of Will They Won't They. Yeah, the, yeah. The, 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 both Derek and Meredith and Rachel and Mike, we've been through so much Will They Won't They that they are they're doing it. They have, and it just feels so unfair to make me like go back into the dating pool with with the one who's left behind. Let me ask you something. Sure. If you had to choose between the future of Suits uh-huh. and Meghan Markle becoming a princess of the United Kingdom, which is actually not the point. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry marrying each other because princesses, whatever, who cares? She'll never have any real power anyway. That's true. None of them do. They're figureheads. I guess I prefer for two real people to find happiness than for a fake show that gives me happiness to continue. But I don't know. I really love Suits. I was going to say, is that true at all? Is that just what you're supposed to say publicly? I don't it's know. It's fine if you want to be pro-Suits. It makes it interesting. Do you think that, that Harry and Meghan can last? That's a great question. It's not like, will they? But, like, can can they last? Like, there's less pressure on, on him to have, like, a kind of storybook marriage and family than there is on William because he won't be king. And he just, like, with all of his reputation as, like, a party guy, like, can it work? Well, I think that he's trying to step away from that. He's older sure. now. Maybe, and maybe he's know. grown out of it. People change. Yeah, I think they have as good a chance as any. I think that they would work as well as all of the weird aristocratic women who get paraded around mm-hmm. a prince on a regular basis. Yeah. Can marriage last, Juliet? I think so. Okay. Some. A few. You've worked at it. I think they probably have a better chance than, say, Diana and Prince Charles did, just because it's a more realistic so. situation. That's true. And they like they like found each other. And they talk about we talk about these things more openly and the expectations. Yeah. They also like met in a kind of like casually, like in a cool way, which I think is is good. Like is a, like they weren't like set up. It wasn't like met through like their social scene. Like, Absolutely. They like randomly met. They had to see each other out. I love a good meet cute meet cute, obviously, and they have a pretty good one. Like they met at the Invictus Games previously. I'm excited. I'm rooting for them. Me too. I really think it am. would be great for everyone. I just don't want her to leave Suits, though. It'll really fuck things up. <laughs> it would be great for everyone except the Suits community. <laughs> okay. My thoughts are with the Suits community. I think we have one final DTR. We do. Are you ready? It's an untra- untraditional, but one of our oldest couples. Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire. Back at it. Roman- Reunited. Roaming the streets of New York, looking like complete slobs, while accompanied by beautiful, well-put-together, much younger models. 
and vaping on the streets. My question for you is, is there a dress code in the Pussy Posse that we were heretofore unaware of? So they're in the pictures that you can see in the Daily Mail. They are both wearing like all navy, basically. And um, it's not like all black. It's like navy, which is interesting. Is that like that the new color of money? Navy blue? It's a nice color in general. I like it. There are also a lot of zip-up elements. Mm-hmm. Leo's wearing two zipped items. Two, it looks like he's wearing a double hoodie. One's the jacket, one's a sweatshirt, so I allow it. Yeah. Um, and Toby's wearing like a, a bomber jacket. It essentially looks like the direction that you give, not that you give, but that some bridesmaids get, which is just find a dress in a certain color. Sure. Like find a jacket or a top <laughs> in a certain vibe. Navy's a you. new blush. Yeah. And maybe kind of like a zipper bomber affair. We want to look coordinated, but we're not going to go matchy-matchy. Boy, boy band style. Is, it, is apparently what's happening with the Pussy Posse. It's so ludicrous. I, it makes me hate Tobey Maguire. And, not, and this is why. Go um, ahead. I don't think the parents like just like have kids and become only parents. Like I, I know many parents, I have many friends who are parents of this still full of lives if they're lucky and personalities or whatever. But when I see these pictures of Tobey Maguire roaming the streets with models who are like literally half his age, all I can think about is where the f are your children and who's taking care of them? Clearly, it's not you. And his kids are young, and I just I hate irresponsible celebrity parenting so so much and usually when there's a celebrity divorce it's the man who's then seen with a new blonde and i won't name names but it's just it's a it's a horrible cliche that makes me really angry and like hate toby Maguire and other men who do the same thing i don't hate leo as much because he never settled down this is what he does he's been doing it for a long time he's as- also 42 and just dating yeah interchangeable sequence of models it's gross like i it's just it's like kind of vaguely depressing but it doesn't make me hate him but like it makes me hate toby mcguire i don't feel the same way okay, i feel like great. Leo, let's talk about I feel it like leo is the person driving this so you think he's the problem well if, if there's a problem at all yeah he's clearly the he's in the driver's seat Yes. The Pussy Potsy orbits around him. Also because this is the life he's been living and Toby like exited for a while and then came back to it. Yes. Now obviously Toby McGuire made his own decisions. Yeah. And he's chosen to spend his life this way. I suppose they have a long lasting friendship and he wants to be with Leo. He needs support in this time. But (sighs) equal, it's a tale of friendship and also (laughs) dirtbagginess in equal measure and matching jackets. What color would you give them? I mean, navy's the obvious one. But, like, I actually think that's pretty apt because it's not quite primary. It's a mix. And I was going to say dirt brown or – Dirt brown, yeah. yeah. Anything that just looks like dirt bags. You know Leonardo DiCaprio is really rich for many reasons, but to me the number one indicator is that he only wears slip-on shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no laces for him. He's just like, no. I am so – I'm so set. And I that I will not be taxed by having to lace up my sneakers or tie my shoes. Have you researched that theory out about slip-on shoes and rich people? Should we do the photo evidence on this? Yeah, I would love to. But, like, where do you think driving shoes come from? And, like, house slippers. It's a great point. The Gucci loafer. Yeah. The, I completely agree. But I would love to see kind of the unified theory of rich people wearing slip-on shoes. 
That, I'm going to work on that for the, our website. Okay, for our next presentation. Yeah. Jam, jam Session University, <laughs> a guide to slip-on shoes, and the many real estate properties of Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah. Coming soon to a community center near you. Uh, this has been a delightful jam session. Really a, a reprieve. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Thanks for everyone for having um, wonderfully interesting relationships. Agree. Agree.